Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. number 65. I am Justin. And I'm Shauna Wood. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. It's been a great day. <laughs> it's getting late. It is getting late for me. I'm going to turn into a pumpkin soon. You are turning into the pumpkin. Yeah, I can see I am, it. It's been a great day. Very full. <laughs> Very good. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We love it when you give us feedback. And so all of the comments and that kind of thing have been much appreciated. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about how to evaluate your financial stress. Yes. Because you probably have some. (laughs) If you're human, then there's a high percentage you have some financial stress. So. Yes. So we're going to start out with a story. Of course. And that is this past Christmas... My mom, who really, she's a gift giver. Like, that is how she expresses Her love love language, yes. Right. So, it's a really big deal to her. And because of some health issues and that kind of thing, she was unable to do her usual Christmas shopping for the kids. Right. So, I had the idea, why don't we just meet you at the bookstore, which is like one of our favorite places to meet. Right. We'll do hot chocolate with everybody, and then you can... Let them just have some cash. They can shop in the bookstore and show you what they got. Right. So she was really excited about the idea. It was going to be a win for everybody. Right, right. Because it had to be simplified this year. Right. It just, you know, life gets complicated and that kind of thing. So we were simplifying it all. Um, So anyway, so (laughs) we're all, you know, here's our kids like vibrating off their seats. In a public place. In a public place. (laughs) No empty. This was way before COVID, if you can remember that time. (laughs) Right, right, right. So So, super crowded, like holiday shopping. Bustle in the air. And Gigi passes out the presents to all the kids and she gives them all an amount of cash, but she gives it all in $1 bills. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So, if you could have seen our kids, I mean, they were like about to make it rain right there. They were flopping that Especially money around. Especially the littlest like, ones. They were just shaking their money, money going everywhere. It was like, I wish we could have seen our reaction. I know. Because we it's... laughed at first, like, oh, isn't that great? And then they're like, they just kind of got out of control. Like, I don't know whose kids those are. Put that down. Put that down. People are trying to look at you. Put that down. <laughs> You think there was a pole dancer involved or something? <laughs> we were at the bookstore, but it was pretty funny. Oh my goodness, it was. Uh, they it were, was. and they still remember it because it was just like, you know, really when you, look, you get a check. You know what I mean? You think right. about it from their perspective. Right. You get a check or you get a $50 bill. Right. But when you're four years old, would you either have a $50 bill, like one bill, you only got one, or would you have 50 ones? <laughs> Oh my gosh, he was a zillionaire. He you know was. what I mean? He you give was. you give you give a four year old fifty one dollar bills. Oh my gosh, he's he's a millionaire. <laughs> that was a look on his face. Yes. It was awesome. Yeah, it it was fun. So I like this story for lots of different reasons, but one of them I think is a really good illustration of the emotion that is tied with money. Yes, very much so. And we all 
pretty much have negative emotions tied with money unless you work through some things in your life. <laughs> right. I mean, I think the vast majority of people have they get stressed some kind of negative you get stressed emotion about it. about it. Whether you're talking, you know, right in the middle, now in the middle of COVID, man, you talk about business. I just talked to a business owner and they just, she didn't know how, if they're going to, she said they're barely making it right now. And it was a restaurant that was open. Right. So, you know. And so I think there's always emotion tied with money. And I think that's why, that's part of the reason why we see, you know, as a reason for divorce, so many people list financial stress. Stress. So it's important to realize that this is the problem. It's not the actual money part, usually. I mean, that can obviously be a problem. Right. But it's the emotion tied with money. It's the real problem. <laughs> it really causes a lot yeah. of stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Actually, I was looking at a study that came out of Australia, and they were saying that financial stress on the parents at chronic levels, they had now labeled as contagious because the kids mm. were so affected by right. the stress levels of the parents. Right, and it spills out in your life in so many different ways. Right. The way you handle things or don't handle things, things you let fall through the cracks, you just get overwhelmed, and right. a lot of people just shut down with money, right? Stuff, or at least I read about that before. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. So we were going to share some strategies that we have used to look at money and try to remove some of the emotion that is yeah. tied. I with feel it. like if you can remove the emotion, you just you get a thousand miles ahead of of the journey. You know what I mean? Right. Like you just you just accelerate what the real issue is, right. not your emotional baggage that's tied with it. Right. <laughs> so not that we have this figured out. It depends on what comes in the mail the next day. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Um, I mean, obviously there are good days and there are not so good days. But I think even like playing worship music mm-hmm. as we sit down to look at finances or as I sit down to pay bills and that kind of thing, right. even like... Creating a good emotional place for me right. before a I thankful, start a thankful heart, a thankful heart, a, all of that kind of thing before I start to deal with finances. Right, makes it a much more pleasant experience. Right, 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 for sure, for sure. So, this is a very much a zoom out. We're we're, we're zooming way out on right. this. Right. right. So okay. So new perspective to look at money as a three legged stool. Okay. So, on one leg, we have all of the money that comes in comes into for your, your family. Yes, your income. Your income. Then on another leg, we have all the money that goes out. Right. And then on another leg, we have the money that stays put, that stays with you. Right. And so, I think, you know, we talked a couple episodes ago about eight forms of capital. Yes. And so, the money that stays with you might transfer into a different form of capital yes for instance if we had money that came in and we purchased a herd of cows right then we've traded it from financial capital into living capital but it's still staying here as part of our like legacy or whatever you want to call it investment yeah kind of things yes right so i think a big part of this is putting it on paper just really practically Mm-hmm. And having that clear communication between spouses. <laughs> yes. If you could do this together, it, it, it's so good. Yes. So you go through the process. What actually comes into your home? And you're going to write out what that comes in 
Right. Right. That's what you're saying. And looking at all the various, like there could be ways that money is coming into your home that you're not even really paying attention to or aware of. Like what? So first you're going to obviously look at, you know, if you're working jobs, Mm -hmm. what are, what are your paychecks kind of thing? But then looking at, well, are there other ways that we have resources flowing in? Such as? (laughs) Can you think of some? Well, for us, we have multiple streams. We go for multiple streams of income. Right. So, go ahead. Well, I think tying in even like what we were talking about with the different forms of capital. Mm-hmm. Like if we have a garden right. that yes. produces there you go. Yeah, yeah. all yeah, of I understand. our yeah. vegetables that we're going to eat for the year, right? we need to count that as resources that are income coming stream. in. Income stream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm dragging. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Good. <laughs> Yes. Did I say it's been a long day? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So all of the resources coming in and then all of the resources going out. Mm -hmm. And this is the one that I think trips up a lot of people. Okay. Because we don't realize a lot of times money that's going out. It's almost like if you have windows that have cracks. Right. And there's air escaping that you're not even really aware of. Right. So that could be things like habits, like maybe you're in the habit of going through the Starbucks drive through on the way to work every day, or it could be things like we had a card, a credit card that was stolen, uh, and yeah. so even in that process of like having everything shut off, I was like, well, hey, we got this subscription to this thing that we haven't used in a year. <laughs> you're right, 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 you know? right, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. is money that's just leaking out that right. nobody's even really paying attention to. And so both of those... Our budgets, like if you, both those are covered. Coming, money coming in, money coming out. And here's the deal: we all usually run away from a budget, right? You know what I mean? Like, uh, no, why it's does like, it have it's that? It's like an elementary, it's Again, like a kindergarten level. Yeah, it's like kindergarten. Ah, uh, budget. Ah, uh, run away. Right. You know. And so you do a really good job in our house of tracking where the money goes. Thank you. Yeah, you do good. You do well. So, but and I think in. Almost well. I don't. I don't think I've ever had a conversation with a couple where they were like, "Oh, we do it fifty-fifty. Everything as far as the finances. Like there tends to be one person who takes more responsibility right. of the finances of like actually more writing gifted the checks. in the details. <laughs> but I think it's super important that you're having conversations about it, right? Because I know the times that I felt like we really communicated on what was happening, even though I was the one signing the checks and putting them in the mailbox, right. I felt like we were a team. Yes, yeah, yeah, totally. So a budget will help you go. And there's 20,000 million budget apps. You can go to Dave Ramsey. We're not, we're not like reinventing that wheel. Right. So go and find your favorite whatever and just see what's coming in Right. and see what's going out. Yes. And I think this counts as one of those topics that we've mentioned on other episodes that timing is really important. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So don't talk to me about finances at this time of the day. At this time in the night. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or when you have something else really stressful at play in your life. Right, right. And if you can make if you can make it a routine, like this is Tuesday or whatever. That would be awesome. Right. We're going to talk about this or go right. over this, whatever. Yes. That is awesome. Absolutely. Okay, so those are the basics coming in, coming out. And then the money that stays. Right. What do you do with that? 
So I think that's where you're looking at investments. Mm -hmm. But again, all investments aren't financial. Right. So it could be something like investing. Because we've been in this, we've been in this talk right here. Right. A lot lately. We've been having a lot of conversations about this. What will help our flow in our house since we're here? Right. Now all the time with COVID stuff. Right. And with some of your work, you know you're going to be here more. Right. Than you were before. Right. So we are making some investments, not just in our home, but just kind of the infrastructure of our home. Right. The way things flow. Right. And that's going to be valuable investments for us. Right. It, it makes all of our lives easier. Yes. And it's very simple things. Like we're looking at countertops. Right. For the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> we're looking at doing just a few like basic things. But it's like if we're going to be here, let's just let's just take care of some of these things. Right. So. I found this quote by Dave Ramsey. He says, success is all about the size of your legacy, not the size of your stuff. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I like that as we talk about this third leg, Mm -hmm. because also, you know, if there's a nonprofit group that is really important to you, you know, that is having money that you invest that way, as far as building up your legacy Having money, maybe it's investing in your child's education. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. I, when we're saying investment and money that you're able to keep, that investment could look a lot of different ways. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Investment in your kids. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so for sure. I think you know that ties in with having a personal mission and vision and that kind of thing. This is a really big piece, and it's more fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like to talk about this leg. Then to talk about the other two legs. Right. I think I think to go back to this, though, you need the whole point, I think, of our podcast, of this podcast, this episode 65. You need to find a tool that helps you to evaluate your finances without all the emotional baggage. Right. Like if it was if it was a friend who came to me and said, hey, Justin, can you help me look at my budget? I'd be like, sure. I don't have a problem with that. Right. But if I say, look at my own... It's like, eh, I'd rather not. I need to go watch TV. Or you right. know what I mean? Right. It's like if 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 someone asked me to do that for them, I'd be glad to help them. Right. And it would not be a big deal. Yes. But if it's my own, it's like eh, twitch, twitch. Right. I'd rather not. Right. You know? And here's the irony of it. That I think I mean, we've experienced at times there's almost like this huge monster black cloud right. that goes along and it's just icky. Right. But when we actually sit down and we put things on paper, the icky black cloud goes away. We're right, like, right, right. Oh, here it is. It's a black and white issue on paper, and this is what we need to do. Right. And some people are wired that way, and they can just, oh, yeah, check. Let's move through this. Right. But most of us aren't. Right. <laughs> and so you have to find a tool. Maybe it's an app. Maybe it's whatever. Search Dave Ramsey, whatever he suggests. Search whoever whoever your favorite financial person. Right. But try to find it, something that helps you to evaluate your money coming in, your money going out, and then how do you invest what's left? Right. In a way that's helpful to you and helpful to your family. Yes. So, yeah. Very good. We need to find an app, honey. 
I'm just kidding. I'm I am kidding. paper and pen. I know you are. You <laughs> are definitely paper. Would you have it all charted out? This is every no, month. I have actually upgraded to a spreadsheet. Oh, my. I know. Oh, times know. are changing. <laughs> all right, guys. I hope that this has been helpful for you. Thank you so much for taking time to listen and hang out with us. Remember, you are valuable and what you do matters. We would love to connect with you. You can do that on our website, lsfpodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram. Have a blessed day. Thank you.